0: This week in agriculture, a production of the Red River Farm Network with a look at markets. I'm Randy Conan. The development of soybean crush business across the northern plains will influence local basis levels. West Central Ag Services grain merchandiser Randy Zimmerman was part of the Red River Farm Network Market Outlook Forum on Thursday. He said this new market will require a new mindset.
1: Most of our beans go to the P&W by rail, right? And the the farmer may have to change his mentality on how he's going to market beans and they're gonna have to pay for those beans to some degree so that basis level could be better to entice those farmers to store those beans and then move them later. Uh, Typically the farmers in our trade area like to move their beans at harvest. The beans are dry, it's easy to move, it's not a big volume of grain, they can get some cash to pay some bills in the fall. Uh, So that mentality may have to change a little bit and they're gonna have to pay the farmer in order to get those beans I think and store them.
0: Martinson Ag Risk Management President Randy Martinson also believes those new crush facilities will influence acreage mix. Red River Fine Network Market Outlook Panel, Martinson was asked if the additional soybean meal would help grow the livestock industry in North Dakota. I, I really don't because it, I mean, that's our climate and, and the fact that we just don't have the, the, the plants to run the animals through I mean right now I think if we're looking we've got to ship the animals so far to get them to a processor to a packer I think that's going to eliminate some of the desire to to build a lot of livestock up here in the north right now. Progressive Ag Marketing Market Analyst Brian Stroman thinks traders are moving past that September supply demand report from this week and beginning to look at yields.
2: Digesting that USDA report uh, you look at the larger uh, acres and stocks again, uh, certainly pressuring the corn market, and and uh, you've got some harvest pressure also taking place. We'll uh, continue to see what those combine monitors say as we move forward, but that's adding some weakness to that corn market today.
0: Saw so a very strong livestock market once again here this week. Global commodity analytics and consulting president Mike Zuzalo says the buy dips mindset continues in that livestock trade.
1: And this is where we're now in, I think, more of a technical mindset of the funds trying to run the market as hard as they can. We continue to see October fat cattle stay about 5 to $6 above um, the most recent cash trade. We see the feeder cattle market continue to break out as well. And I think this is where it's very uh, important to realize that we've had two pretty negative reports this week. First, the WASDI report cutting beef exports almost 5% for 2023, just versus their August numbers. And then also the weekly export sales, where the beef export sales were down over 50% from their four-week average. So this puts me in the mindset that it's the funds driving this train higher, not necessarily the fundamentals.
0: We did get the September supply-demand report out on Tuesday of this week. USDA economist Bart Kenner has those results.
1: Agricultural exports. For fiscal year to date, October through July 2023, we're $153.5 billion, down 8% from this time last year. And agricultural imports were $163.9 billion, up 2% from this time last year. For a trade balance of Negative $10.4 billion.
0: Northland Community and Technical College Farm Business Management Specialist Betsy Jensen said wheat turned out to be the bullish number in that supply-demand report.
3: Wow, wheat! Like, wasn't that impressive today? Like, Like, it's just blowing by everything else and saying, to heck with corn and soybeans, we're going to go higher from here.
0: That's a look at markets this week in agriculture. I'm Randy Conan.
3: You can count on the bean experts at Johnstown Bean Company and TMT Bean and Seed. The owners are also dry bean growers just like you and know what it takes to produce top yields and quality. Agronomists are available to give you expert advice and will answer your questions. While the companies are locally owned, they market your beans worldwide. Johnstown Bean Company and TMT Bean and Seed, local growers, global connections.
4: Imagine this. You gather a stadium full of farmers, step up to the podium, and tell them about your business. What would that be worth to you and your company? This is Don Wick from the Red River Farm Network. We fill that stadium every day with some of the most progressive-minded, forward-thinking farmers and ranchers around the world. Find out how the Red River Farm Network can carry your message to farmers and ranchers. We're the Red River Farm Network, and we're reporting agriculture's business
5: a look at news this week in agriculture on the red river farm network house speaker kevin mccarthy has laid out plans to keep the government funded past october first the plan includes a short-term continuing resolution to keep the government funded through the end of the year The plan is getting pushback from conservative members of his caucus, including proposals to remove McCarthy as the speaker. A recent CNN poll found most Democrats believe Joe Biden is the legitimate U.S. president and a similar number of Republicans disagree. Geopolitical risk analyst Jacob Shapiro delivered the keynote address at the Next Five Years conference earlier this week and said this situation is not acceptable
1: that. So I think we have a real problem in this country about the legitimacy of political institutions, and we're going to have to figure that out. Um, It has happened before. So it happened in the late 60s and 1970s, and Reagan kind of helped bring us back to center. It happened in the late 1920s, and FDR brought us back to center. The, uh, The other problem is that it happened in the 1850s. And nobody brought us back to center, and a lot of people died for silly, foolish reasons. So I don't think that that's the trajectory that we're on, but we are now, that is now a realistic enough scenario that I have to talk about it. And uh, that's pretty sobering.
5: While the U.S. was once the dominant power in the world, Shapiro said the U.S. may now be seen as a source of instability globally. South Dakota Farmers Union Policy Committee Chairman Hank Wannenberg was among hundreds of farmers union members to take part in a D.C. fly-in this week. While meeting with lawmakers, Wannenberg says it sounds like an extension of the 2018 farm bill is likely. Cutting funding is also likely, but lawmakers want to protect certain programs while opening up other options
2: they are not interested in any cuts to things like crop insurance. It sounds like that's pretty safe. That's going to stay in there. Some of these other disaster programs that have been especially beneficial to livestock producers, uh, weather disaster programs, sounds like those have been popular and are recognized that they're still a critical component. There's debate back and forth on what to do with ARC and uh, PLC. They're considering potential dual enrollment where you could be enrolled in Art County and PLC both, so the producer isn't at the mercy of having to basically play the lottery when you pick and choose which program to enroll in.
5: Minnesota Farmers Union President Ann Schwegel was also participating in this week's fly-in. She's hopeful that lawmakers will maintain the bipartisan nature of the farm bill. For all of the other kind of zoo-like things happening in Washington, D.C., I remain uh, pretty hopeful about the bipartisan nature of the Farm Bill. You know, we build a coalition there in Washington, D.C., across uh, different sides of the aisle to get something uh, done and written that support family farmers and you know rural and urban communities everyone eats um so I think it's something that you know for all for all the other kind of headlines that we see in the news seeing and talking to both legislators and members of the administration leaves me feeling cautiously optimistic to expand export routes Ukraine is now exporting grain from Croatian ports. This option became necessary with the limited movement out of the Black Sea. The Croatian ports are on the Danube River and Adriatic Sea. In its quarterly economic report, the Farm Credit Administration said the 2023 net farm income will be down sharply from last year. Falling commodity prices, high input costs, and low government payments are all part of the story. However, financial ratios remain strong. Farmland values are also holding steady, but the report cites a possible peak in land prices. This has been a look at news this week in agriculture. I'm Whitney Pittman on the Red River Farm Network.
2: Are you
1: thinking about growing corn, soybeans, or wheat next year? A margin protection plan could be for you. Margin protection is area-based coverage that helps protect your margins from increased input costs or falling commodity prices. When that happens, a county-level estimate is used to determine a payment amount. To find out if margin protection is available in your area, contact your local egg country office before September
4: 30th. Egg Country, focused on egg, focused on you.
0: These markets have been crazy. Limit higher one day, limit down another. With these volatile markets, you need to stay on top of the gyrations found in the trade. At the Red River
4: Farm Network, we deliver market information, but it's more than just the numbers. We talk to traders, market analysts, weather forecasters, economists, the people in the know. The Red River Farm Network outlines why the market is doing what it's doing. When it's important to your bottom line, you'll hear it first on the Red River Farm Network.
3: With a look at weather this week in agriculture, I'm Sierra Doctor on the Red River Farm Network. Extreme or exceptional drought increased in Minnesota this past week. Southeast and central Minnesota continues to be trouble spots. The drought monitor said the extreme or exceptional drought also increased in Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois, Missouri, Kansas, and Nebraska. Moderate to severe drought is seen across a large portion of northern and eastern North Dakota, That includes extreme drought in parts of eight northeastern North Dakota counties. Water levels on the lower Mississippi River have slowed barge movement. The Money Farm commodity broker, Allison Thompson, is concerned about grain movement on the river. Last year we had the same issue, but we ended up getting hurricanes coming through that really relieved that issue. And if you're looking at the hurricane season right now, it doesn't look like we're going to be getting relief. So it could end up being a longer term issue than we saw last year. Kelly Bean Company, Hatton manager Dean Nelson says dry bean harvest has been going well. Weather has slowed down harvest progress though.
2: Well, we've been uh, at harvest, uh, let's see, we started the last week in August here in Hatton. Um, so we've had uh, a good run of harvest. This week's been a little slower with a couple showers we've had and the, the cloudy days and the fog. But uh, we've made very good progress on our uh, pinto bean harvest. Uh, I was adding up my numbers today. I think we're probably close to 75% done now on our pintos and about 40% done on our black beans.
3: Besides some split beans, Nelson says the crop has been in good condition.
2: Uh quality has uh, been very good. We've been um, maybe a little on the dry side. We're seeing maybe a few more splits um and maybe The general profile of the beans are a little bit smaller because of the the dryness that we've had throughout the growing season, Um, but we've had yields uh, anywhere from 1,500 pounds to the acre to 2,800 pounds to the acre, just depending on if you caught a couple showers at the right time or, uh, you know, you were standing under the right cloud at the right time.
3: Katie Von Walde says silage chopping is underway for her family's Clay County, Minnesota dairy farm. We are starting corn chopping here, and that's really my favorite time of the year. All my cousins come back, my brother and sister. We all go to help. We all get together to help cover the silage pile, which takes an army. So it's a very fun time of year. Some areas are drought stress, but the overall corn crop is variable. In our area, you can definitely tell it's very spotty. There are some areas that were fortunate and did get some rain. Others, uh, especially in sandy areas, are dry where things are you know, being pushed along a lot. So I think harvest is kind of going quicker than you would think. Everything seems to be kind of ready all at once. But as far as the corn silage, moisture is hanging in there, so that's good. But there are definitely parts of the field that are drying down more than you would like. Near Stephen, Minnesota, Peter Vidsten says he's impressed with how early crops yielded with a lack of rain in his area.
1: Small grains weed is wrapped up for the year. We finished our edible beans. Because of the dry weather conditions, everybody was doubtful that we're going to get an average crop. But I think overall for the state, it'll be an average crop. And we were were very, very fortunate, very happy with what we got.
3: Soybean harvest is underway for some farmers, but the crop is still in various stages. Soybean harvest reportedly started early this year.
1: Soybean harvest is just beginning in our area, and that process will probably take another couple, three weeks uh, with uneven crop conditions. I was expecting to start usually around the last week of September, but the hot, dry weather pushed everything a little quicker.
3: And that's a look at weather this week in agriculture. I'm Sierra Doctor on the Red River Farm Network.
4: Today we have Natalie Peterson with us from Wilbur Ellis, here to talk about enhancing fungicide applications with Rainier EA.
3: If you're looking to improve the performance of your late-season fungicide applications on sugar beets, I recommend Rainier EA. It's a high-concentration non-ionic surfactant adjuvant that helps provide uniform spray coverage and improves absorption, ensuring your fungicide reaches its target.
4: If you're looking to get more out of your spray program, reach out to Wilbur Ellis Grand Forks today or visit wilburellisagribusiness.com to learn more. The stories that matter to you and your bottom line matter to us.
2: We've had a little ridge of high pressure, say a little upward bump in the jet stream.
3: So if you're an investor, you know, a lot of that money is can be either better utilized somewhere else or it's costing you a lot more money to keep in commodities.
1: Many of those same clients in those states are really suffering with some issues on the uh, Rainfall shortages.
4: No one covers agriculture better than the Red River Farm Network.
1: We're reporting agriculture's business.